0: All right,
1: we're on. Hi. Welcome Welcome back.
0: We were just talking about how this is episode 114. 114. 114. And I was sad because during 112, 112, that was our comeback episode yeah. after like uh, getting lost in the wilderness for a very <laughs> long time. Um, and 112 was my secret code name when I would write notes in middle school. So like I would write 112. I like that you remember this. This is what oh, I, like, I remember. Oh, I remember everything. Funny. Everyone that knows like knows me for a long time is real freaked out because they're just like, why do you remember? Because they'll be right. like, once I bring it up, they're like, yeah, you're right but like well, why does your that, but you know? so I would write 112 and then my friend Natalie was 702
1: I like that you guys were like <laughs> black <R&B> army <laughs> man yeah. I turned so turned about
0: so mine, mine made sense really because 112 is also my birthday oh, okay
1: yes so it true. was like Duh. it was a good Duh. code
0: name so it started out being that and that was like my code name so that if a, if a teacher grabbed your note and read it you could, and it said like who your crush was or whatever. Uh, they couldn't call you out in front because they, you know, who is one twelve? Who is seven hundred two? You know uh, what I'm saying? So I, mine like was where we like made the basis right. off of, and then we were like, well, we need one for you, and the only other number that was around at the moment was seven hundred two.
1: So that's how. Also love happened. that. That's the only other number of all the number sequences. <laughs> well,
0: like I can't even think of. Like 305
1: Miami Like any number Like so many
0: numbers (laughs) I remember being very This is like I hope I don't upset Our Miami listeners But I remember I was like Oh, man, I sound so ridiculous. Ant-the-land. I remember being like, <laughs> my, Orlando's cooler than Miami when I was in middle school. I was like very much against, like, I was very about it. And then, like, I was like, the Orlando Magic are the best team ever. Woo! And I was, like, were told. I was like, the Heat are stupid. I was so into that as a kid. I would And I would get, like, so, I was really into basketball growing up. And I just get so heated when the Heat did well. Even even now, like, I, I I want them to do better, obviously, like, than teams that are outside of Florida. But it still sometimes like grinds my gears to just see them like dominating a little bit, just a little bit. Like there's a little bit of hatred. I'm not gonna lie, because <laughs> I'm sorry I was bored. It's going well,
1: you guys. I um, remember. <laughs> I
0: remember being a kid and, and 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 you know back when we were like it and Penny Hardaway had this like a little marionette puppet and all that stuff. You remember
1: that? I remember, that. <laughs> and that makes me think of like our... Anyway, the nineties were it's... wild. <laughs> Welcome back to the Heart and Heart podcast. <laughs> if this is your first time, I'm so sorry that you have listening to us talk about. <laughs> How good the magic word. Yeah. I mean. so, um, we talk about <laughs> business intense. and lifestyle and um we're not doing intros anymore. Like we we've gotten rid of it, it's old, so we're gonna just come gonna in the gate intros. giving you information. If you don't like intros, I'm gonna tell you to download Pocket Cast because now they allow you to skip intros and outros. Which is really Cool, I guess. I do like I, intros, yeah, I do too.
0: But I get, like, you know, you have to change with the times right. or whatever. But it's interesting because I really enjoy, like, 90s TV sitcom intros. Right. But Some people don't right. really do that no, anymore. No. So, yeah. And Netflix is always like, do you want to skip the intro? And I'm like, <laughs> no.
1: no. <laughs> I think we have a shortened version of In the Mix, like, mid-season now. It's not the long intro anymore. And yeah. I don't like it. I'm like, I need my Mariah Carey in yeah. the mix. Intro to It mixed-ish. just gives
0: me, like, hype for what I'm about to listen to, but it's like, I get it, because at the same time, I binge listen to podcasts, so in those circumstances, a lot of times, I don't need to hear it over and over and over again, but I actually still don't skip it, but, you know, that's just me. I get it. Everyone's, like, about their business and needs to, like, they get about go. their day, so okay. I get it. So today, we're going to do a QA, and a which seems very timely, since we have been gone for a minute, and now we're back, so... Great time to do a QA and a and just kind of do a roundup of both uh, personal and business questions. A little bit more business, but got a little bit of a mix for you today. So if you ever have um, Q&A questions for us, you can either email us, you can DM us, sign to our DMs, you can tweet us, t- whatever. Like just... We're Reach on all out. the things. Yeah. Um, so whatever way is the easiest for you to do that. I occasionally do like calls for them on Instagram using um, the little question feature. So, yeah. But however you want to send them to us if you have a question. Um, sometimes if it's, you know, something that's really detailed, we might make a whole episode about it. But if not, then we'll throw it into our Q&A and try to get it answered for you. So without further ado, getting right into it, our first question is, if you had... $2000 to spend on your business, how would you spend it? So, this is an interesting question because I'm not sure if this is like my business right now or 2000 when starting a business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's not specified. So, I'm going to kind of answer it in both ways. <laughs> okay. Um so 2000 to spend on my business right now, Hmm. I feel like if I was spending 2000 on my business right now, it would be probably almost a 50-50 split between supplies and, like, product and marketing. Because that's pretty much where... I'm doing yes. a lot of my business when you spending have right products,
1: now. You have to spend so much yeah. money into my and that's
0: because I already have like all the other things set up. Right. So, like that's you know, I'm not spending that money there. So, really, for me, a lot of my business spending is like reoccurring and stuff that I almost kind of don't think about because I've been paying for it for so long. Um, we we talked in a previous episode just recently about like the different apps and stuff we use. So some of those we pay for and that's just last kinda, episode. Yeah. Go back. Just yeah. So those are things that we pay for. Some of them are free, but some of them we pay for and we have been paying for for years. So I don't think so much about that, but, um, yeah, for me, I would spend it on product and on marketing. But if I was just starting out and I had 2000, um, the first thing that I would do is legitimate like legitimize my business. So making sure that I had like, and again, it it depends on what state you're in. It depends on what city you're in, what the particular fees and stuff um, that you're going to be spending are. It could be and what type of business you're running. Right. So it could be anywhere from like on the low end, maybe like $200 to like thousands. Like, so just depending on what um, your particular business is and how you're going to run it. Like I would take every amount of that to first make sure that my business was running on, in a legal way. Um, and then whatever leftover I had of that would go towards making sure that I had my domain, um, and like my email and set up and that sort of thing. And then start like saving towards a website because you can't with two grand, you can't necessarily do all of that. I mean, you could maybe on the cheaper end if you went with like Squarespace or something like that. And depending on the type of website that you were looking for, that might work. Um, uh, but yeah, I think it's so important to have, like, I know that like, You know, five, ten years ago, everyone was like, it's so important to have a website. It's so important to have a website. And now a lot of people think it's not because of other platforms. But I can't tell you how many people recently in the past few weeks that I have seen lose their Instagrams Mm -hmm. completely. Mm -hmm. There's multiple people. There's one person in particular in the Disney community who had a massive account, and it's completely gone. And I don't think she has, like, a
1: website or anything anything like that. Mm Yeah, so
0: she's starting again from scratch. And, of course, like, you know, if you have a good following, like, you can probably get some more people to follow you quickly, but it's, you're going to have to restart all over again. And that also goes with like showing, if you're making money, that's like showing brands, how you do things, but it's like, you're right. starting from scratch. So whatever your business is, whether, you know, you're an influencer or you own a brick and mortar business, or, you know, you have a service-based business, having a website is just a guaranteed way that, you know, you have your own platform and you can continue communicating with people regardless of what Facebook, Instagram, or anything else decides to do. So having your own website, that's, like, that's super important. So legitimizing your business, um, getting your domain, and then putting money towards your site. That's yeah. how I
1: would spend it if I was brand new today. Um, I'm not going to talk about if I was brand new because... I can't relate. I'm Like I can't go back and I don't even know how you started business today. I don't even. want That's to how you do
0: it. it. Those three
1: steps. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, but those are the things that we did. Before yeah, that's did what I'm now. saying. Like I don't know
0: how much it costs now. So like, I, and, I and that's the cost, thing is like, yeah. it's so funny because I say like you can't do that for two two grand, but I did it for less than that. No, you can you, can. you
1: can get an LLC and your tax ID yeah. and all that stuff for less than five hundred dollars. I'm pretty sure in almost every place, maybe some places, maybe. But
0: doing that plus more, getting your site like the way different. that I would want to get my site or whatever, like. Back when I think like I well I like, I first like back in the day like it was very common to make your own site but sites looked terrible so it was fine.
1: Or you just learned how to do it yourself. Well, yeah, like back a lot of people did back that,
0: back um, <laughs> and so it's like I did that for a long time. But now, like if you're if you're starting out, I don't know. Like I think that I think it's important to invest in like yeah, you have to have a well designed site, and if you don't know how to do that, it's it's a much bigger jump now than it was. 10, 15 years ago to learn how to
1: MacGyver it, you know? I think two grand we would probably just go straight to trademarking office and trademark some of the stuff that we have in the works and that'd probably be that'd probably take all the yeah, money. Yeah. It'd take all two thousand dollars to sure just would. Getting trademarks and putting those TMs on top of the platforms that we haven't launched, so it's how uh, I spend my
0: money. <laughs> I think that's a really great way to spend it, and that reminds me that we really need to have to um, Cora, yeah, greatest
1: lawyer. We'll yeah, we're notes. gonna have her
0: back on so we can talk about trademarks more in depth uh, with her and and how to go about those processes. But yeah, I think that that's a good way. Like anything that's gonna, you know, if you if you're looking whether you're starting out or you are already in it, just going back and making sure that you've dotted your i's and cross your t's to make sure that everything is legal that's a great thing and then anything that's going to propel you forward um, is a great way to spend your money so yeah all right second question
1: current guilty pleasures you're a mess talk about what your guilty pleasure is because it's a mess i know um,
0: so i i only have talked about it a little bit on instagram because i'm making john watch it now but i am so obsessed with love is blind (laughs) And it's really weird because I have never seen The Bachelor. Like, I could not name a person on The Bachelor. Um, no, I've not watched a full episode of The Kardashians. The only like reality TV that I get down with is like if it's about food, or if it's about like homes, right. like home renovations and stuff, or travel. Um, back in the day when, and I mean like way back in the day cause I'm old, I used to watch like real world and right. like road rules. I was also like too young to be watching it, but we that's when now I, that's when I watched it. So it's like, if you talk to me about like the seasons that I should have been watching, like, I'm like, I don't know those people. I watched it when I was like yeah. way too young to watch like it. Like Las
1: Vegas for So the last people. time I
0: watched like a dating show was singled out. <laughs> And again, I wasn't really old enough to be like
1: the children. Don't know what you're talking about. No, they don't. They They have no idea. They have no idea. But
0: I remember watching it as a kid, and I was—I that was what a dating show was to me. Like I didn't even, yeah.
1: Single out for those who don't know was Jenny McCarthy, right? Mm -hmm. And, And just look it up. We're gonna put links to the Wikipedia, but. Me telling you that was Judy McCarthy should tell you all you need to know about how know. old it was. It was super old, yeah. <laughs> so
0: I remember I used to sneak watch that, because mm-hmm. I was not allowed to watch MTV as a child, um, which I shouldn't have been. I mean, it was,
1: like, Oh, very but that but, was, like, all of the reality it. TV we used to watch. Room Raiders, we used to watch, yes, like, what's yeah, yeah, the yeah. What want, the bus, or whatever. So, yeah. So I was,
0: like, really yeah. into that stuff, but I'd never gotten into, like, all, like, this dating whatever, and so I was honestly looking for something to put on the background, for editing so that I wouldn't get distracted I right. was like I just want something that's like trash whatever I just want some voices in the background it's kind of like a bleak day so I just I needed something on and I didn't want a good podcast because I would get too into it I just needed to like focus on what I was doing and so I put this on and I don't know what it was but like within 10 minutes I was like oh I love this show <laughs> like I dropped everything and like I that was when the first like I think just like two or three episodes were out so I watched those how many episodes are out all of them around now, but like probably like 10 oh, altogether. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. So they dropped the first ones and then, then they dropped them weekly. So, oh, like, okay. Netflix will do that. They'll normally drop like two or three episodes to get you like hooked and then they'll like take their time. That's so crazy. that's pretty much like I was like every week watching it, watching it. And so, John like watched. He didn't, like, really watch it. He was, like, making dinner once and saw like, a part of it. And he was just like, oh, this is trash. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to turn it off right now so you don't get spoiled. And I'm going to make you watch the whole thing later. So I finished it. And then after I finished it, now I've made him, in the last few days, watch the entire thing. Um, And he actually, like, he... I think he liked it, even though if you asked him, he would say that he didn't like it and it was trash. But... I saw him like I was I mean, watching him trash, watch but it. He
1: probably liked it as well. Yeah, like, exactly. It
0: is trash. Yes, it is. I, I fully admit that. Uh, it's great reality trash, and like there were just those moments where I was like, "Oh, I know how he's going to react," and you see his jaw like drop, and he's like, "I cannot believe this." And I was like, "See, I told a you it's good." So they're having a reunion episode tomorrow. That's why I had to get him all the way oh caught up. God. And now that he's caught up, I can post about it on my Instagram without him being, like, spoiled. Because I didn't want to spoil, like... Because I made... I asked him, even though I'd already seen it, I was like, who do you think actually, like, makes it all the way to the altar and says I do? And he was right on only one couple? Mm-hmm. No, he was right on who... One couple who said yes and one couple who said no. And the other three he got wrong. Um, so, yeah. So, it's just such a fun show. It's like an internet phenomenon, too. Like, people are Everybody really resonating with it
1: tweeting about this show.
0: But I think that part of the reason I like it so much is because, so, like, the first couple that gets engaged, they talk for, like, ten days without seeing each other, and then they, like, fall in love, whatever. Um, but, like, John and I also, like, we saw each other, obviously, but, like, we saw each other, and then this was, like, back in the day of people using telephones and talking to each other and not texting. So, we saw each other, and then he asked for my phone number, and then we talked on the phone every day for a week until we, like, went on a date that weekend, and by the time we went on our first date, we said I love you by the end of the first date. So, for me, it's a (laughs) a a very relatable show, and, like, I watch it, and I'm like, yes, like, this totally checks out to me because this has been my experience, and we've been together now for 15 years, so even though we said I love you on our first date, like it was, you know, it worked out.
1: Traumatizing.
0: Traumatizing yeah. <laughs> about that, like. But I can tell you, like, so Bobby was watching it after, because she was just like, all right, if y'all are just going to talk about this forever, right. I guess I'll, like, watch it or whatever. And so she's watching it, and she's tweeting about it, and she's like, oh, y'all love each other now? This is a mess. Like, she's so, like, the odd, ob- because she's, be like, yeah, she's, be. like yeah. she's more like, yeah, she's more like you. She's more like a realist with things like that, and I'm, like, a romantic with things like that. So, yeah. But I feel like either way, you're either going to watch it and be like, yeah, like, I do see this. Like, yes. Or you're going to watch it and be like, what? And either way, it's great. So I highly recommend checking out. That is my not-so-guilty-guilty pleasure that I'm completely obsessed with. And I'm not going to give away, like, who ends up with who, but I'm going to say, like, there's one couple, and you know that that's the couple that I like if you watched it, and I follow them both
1: on Instagram, (laughs) and I'm not ashamed. Of course you do. (laughs) I I I don't know if I have any guilty pleasures right now because I don't have time. (laughs) Look, it just... Are you a guilty pleasure person ever? No, I'll say. I also don't feel bad about like I don't feel like I don't even resonate with the word guilty pleasure. If I like something, I'm like, and that's I I feel that exactly. Like if I I like like something, I celebrate it. So
0: yeah, but I mean, like, do you have like something like that that's like? People wouldn't expect of you to like, maybe? I
1: like 90 you, Day Fiance, but I don't have... Like, I haven't seen it now in, like, almost a year, so I'm like, oh, I guess stuff is still happening. But it is a funny show, like, it's just very, Do they get married in 90 days? They're supposed to, because they're on, the like, K-9 visa, so, Do they... Have
0: they just met each other? Some...
1: They, they normally have, like, talked online or whatever, but it's, like, okay. on It's people from different countries, so it's, oh, like... Oh, Okay. It's a mess. So it's basically people coming to get married on the K nine visa. So people, like, days. talk,
0: in. they live in different parts of the world, yeah. and then they get they to know each other,
1: and, like, and then they, like, get approved for, a for this visa. Do they, and, like,
0: catfish each other? Or like Sometimes, they yes. Oh, okay. There's been,
1: like, two or three people who have catfished each other, but it's just always... The couples are never, like... Mm. I feel like they're not proportionate. It's yeah. either, like, a really young girl, or an older dude, or, like, an older woman, or a younger person, or, like, just... The ages are all over the place. Are the people who are very young? It's like a really like model, like an Instagram model, and just like a random dude who lied about having money. And oh, it's like,
0: okay, yeah, <laughs> but it's so TLC. I think you'll like this. Yeah, no, I I, 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 do. Never I think it. you'll and like. I used to
1: like um, Sister Wives, like. Okay. Cody Brown and his mess and his drama and his like and now it's like legal, so he can move back to Utah. If they're still together. I don't know, but I also haven't seen it in, yeah. years, in years and years. The show really? and it still comes on TV. I didn't know that. I was like, oh, it's still on on TV. And he,
0: that's a show about he's married to like four he's people. He's married to
1: yeah. He has four wives and they have like nine million kids or whatever. Oh my god. Or whatever. They have more. Like listen, but whatever. But they moved from Utah to Vegas and bought like houses in a sack, culdesac, sac, like. Four houses. So they all live in
0: separate houses?
1: Separate houses. Financially,
0: how does he afford that?
1: T- TLC. <laughs> okay. Because they didn't have any money. They were in one house before. Oh, and then this show okay. that got popular and they got like brand deal yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And they sell their little jewelry That's or That's
0: always like my thing is just like, if it were me, I wouldn't want to support But one of the lives I think
1: families, started but... cheating. Like it's a whole thing. Anyway. Oh, you if can you, cheat if they're... She wasn't supposed to. Like, No, she got catfished. Basically what happened is she started talking to somebody- so, like,
0: they're polyamorous, would they consider themselves polyamorous, or no? No. They're okay. Mormon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's not, okay, because I was like, oh, if it's, so it's I not. mean, it is polyamorous. It is polyamorous, like but one they wife. wouldn't it's identify one that way. way. It's yes, yes, one yes, way. Okay. It's one way. He can have
1: as many wives as he wants to. Interesting. But the lady basically, it's a whole thing, but she stole, like, told all this drama to this person, and maybe it was fake. I don't know. You know reality TV's trash. Hmm.
0: I like it you know sometimes you just need some trash TV yeah you, you get TV
1: yeah alright
0: so now back to business what is the most important thing you've purchased for your business Whew, one item that's hard one. one thing or one I guess one item one service I guess oh this is so hard I don't know
1: probably our equipment like our Macs I feel like probably we couldn't have our business if we didn't yeah. the computers we have. Like, we could obviously do the... I mean, we did before with Windows, but now I can scale up so much. My iMac and do so many things, and then... That's so into the yeah. systems. I mean, but if one thing, it'd be my iMac. That's kind of how I yeah. get everything done without losing my mind.
0: That makes sense. I would say it's like a, a toss-up between my laptop and my camera. Yeah. Because my camera will me right. to... A, yeah, get started at all. And then like continue to build money so that mm-hmm. I can like be do where I'm at things. now and do other things and then but if I wouldn't have had a computer to share Ed,
1: that right.
0: and, and edit yeah then it would have been but
1: you also use a camera for but is that like I use
0: it for like, I end up using it for everything mm-hmm. um, and I use it now to like shoot campaigns and stuff for my products. So yeah, kind of a toss up between the two. It's interesting because I, I bought my camera first before I bought my Mac and, um, I sold my car to buy my camera when I was like about 2021, um, years old, not years, obviously, (laughs) uh, because we're not in the future yet. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I sold my camera, my car to buy a camera to start my business. Mm -hmm. And I still had a, whatever old computer back then I can't remember what I was sure, using it's like probably. a Dell like,
1: HP yeah. yeah, like an
0: HP, some sort of HP. Um but so I was able to start right. with that, but I really like leveled up with having a Mac. So depending on I would say like no matter what type of not I don't, don't want to say everybody needs to have a good camera, but a lot of jobs nowadays it's beneficial if you are good with a yeah. camera to have something that is a good camera, but you 100% will need some sort of computer right. skills, knowledge, whatever, unless you just have like a very hands on brick and mortar where that's not a part of your life. But then you're going to need to hire people that a are good with cameras right. to do your social media photos and spend photos, more money or B like the yeah, services that you need to market people your business that can like build your website and manage your website or whatever. So you kind of have to make those decisions of like, do you want to have some good equipment or do you want to hire some good people? But those are, those are definitely the things for me. That uh, have I, I. don't know what I would do without them. I remember uh, at one point my mom. This is like way back in the day, like ten years ago. My we were having like uh, Christmas at my house, and my mom was like, "Let your brother touch your camera," and I was like, "No," and she's like, "Just let him do it," and I was like, "This is my job, woman." Right. I'm like, I'm like, if somebody touches my camera and breaks it, like, granted, I have insurance, but I'm not trying to explain that whole thing to her. I was like, this is literally my life, so I'm just like. This is my baby, and that's my baby. And this is kind of my baby, too. The, uh, you can't see me, but I'm, I'm a, referencing the microphone. Mic. She's
1: holding the mic in a caressing manner. Yeah,
0: it's been very helpful because, I mean, yeah. like If not, you wouldn't be able to hear us well. So yeah. Nope. All right, so how can I recession-proof my business? What a wonderful and timely question as the stock
1: market is tanking. It's going down, for real. Um, I listened to um, an episode of The Friend Zone that had the... Budgetista on it which i love her to death and i'm in her facebook group and i'm obsessed with people who make a lot of money like i just don't know i'm like how do you do this and how can you buy your house with cash and how do you fix your credit score and all this stuff so i'm so i feel like my 30s are now like me investing and being obsessed with the way money works and like playing the money games a little bit more but for business because people have been talking about us going into kind of a financial crisis and we see some of this with the COVID-19 aka coronavirus happening in other countries that people have really been impacted my friend does tours for Disney they have canceled a ton of cruises and things so that's impacted her bottom line I have a friend who's um, a beverage distributor all the Italian Mm. like wineries are impacted so it really does impact you so when I say recession proof it's not just for the recession it's for like in yeah, there's the ripples that you know affect all these different right. industries that you might not think about if you're not in that industry. Right. Which it will affect you at some point. Um, tech conferences have been canceled, like F8, which is Facebook conference, has been canceled. Um, the only one that hasn't really been canceled is South by Southwest, which people are boycotting. Twitter won't send out any of its employees for non-essential travel, so it's impacting us in a way that we don't understand yet because we have to understand how to move now and which is a, kind of a benefit for us because we're digital and we've always kind of put digital first and conferences last like later um, but for your business you should really a have um, spread your money around <laughs> mm-hmm. I would say diversify diversify your income stream yeah. you should never have one income stream try to have an income stream that is kind of reliable rely on digital and not just in the physical space because as this illness continues or we don't know how big it's gonna get I don't want to get into hype or whatever I just know I'm already having to do coronavirus infographics. Um, <laughs> people are people are panicking, so you need to be able to have some way to make money without people coming mm-hmm. into your place or in your space to spend money. So how do you do that? Um, digital stores, online stores, things you can ship from your house. You don't necessarily need to go to the post office to ship things. That
0: is such a smart point because, like anyone that has a brick and mortar, if people are freaking out about going outside, your like, that's such a huge. Yeah. You know, like, and that's why they talked about, like, so many stocks have dropped, but Netflix hasn't. Right. Because, because we all are home. Yeah. And I personally, like, am not at all, like, I don't say I'm not at all freaked out. Obviously, this is a virus that has hurt and, and killed people, but... You know, I'm an able-bodied, thirty-something-year-old. Right. Like, I'm, year old. like right I'm not now. necessarily going to cancel all things and be like, "Oh my gosh, it's and it's an epidemic." But I also live right next door to Disney, and that's something that I thought about when I was in the parks this weekend. it's yeah. like, I need to be. I mean, I have friends extra, fully who said they're not
1: going until. Yeah, they and I, out. I'm
0: sure. Yeah, I'm sure that there are. But I was just like, we need. Like, I was with there with three kids, and so I was like, we need to be extra cautious. cautious right. You know. Um, but yeah, so you just, you have to be careful and, and you also have to know that there's just a lot of people that are going to be very cautious and they're not going right. to come out to where you are, especially if you're, if your shop is in a high, you know, foot traffic area or whatever, and there's going to be a lot of people, they're just right. going to not risk it, you know? Um,
1: save money, always try to have three to six months reserve, save, I know it's, that sounds crazy, like, I get it, if you don't have any money, like the thought of having so much money that you could live without making money for three to 6 months ways to do that if you have your own businesses now to do side hustles I like watch a lot of videos about couples who do different things to make money to pay off their debt get on uber get on whoever start driving people around doing deliveries to make extra cash uh, this couple this girl she went into, this, she was a server While she had her full-time job, so she a serve at night or a bartender or whatever you can do to try to make extra cash on the back end. And I say the some of the ride-sharing or the gig economy services, just because they're easy to do on your own time, your own schedule, and it's just an easy way to take that money and put it into savings and don't judge it. Yeah, it does not exist. I understand you're tired. I understand you're working. Those are ways to start saving money because you can't save money you don't have. Exactly. I think that's the reality about saving. We keep talking about saving, but if you don't make more money, you can't save money. So one way to do that is just start increasing Mm -hmm. your income immediately. Um, Yeah invest in, I wouldn't, if you don't understand how stock market works, it's very hard to tell people to invest in stocks. If you don't understand how cryptocurrency works, it's very hard to tell people to do it. But if you're interested in doing those things, I would just hire someone to sit down with you and talk you through it versus throwing your money away. But it is important to kind of have some non-physical assets that do exist in some of those spaces because it's easy to take those things out, cash them out if you need to in an emergency, if they go the right way. So yeah. um, obviously try to have a um goodness if you have a job, 401k if not Roth IRA those types of saving accounts that are um non-taxable and that you can take that money out in case of an emergency like if you if you don't have a business if your business shuts down one of the things that we and I feel like my know see this a lot is that we instantly we see 10,000 20,000 dollars in debt and we're like we need to go into bankruptcy and <laughs> we file for bankruptcy and then we are like screwed for the next seven and ten years and we don't have to do that we just need to figure out how to move our money around and have safeguards in place and yeah. also I mean that happens with medical debt sometimes that happens if you have a parent that passes away mm-hmm. unexpectedly they don't have life insurance sometimes we have to take out loans for that um, so just start to be smart about the way you have your business running diversify your income a uh, B have a spending plan in place, so if you're, you do have to reduce your income or your income starts to reduce, you understand how you're gonna spend money. So A, if you shop at Whole Foods all the time or you buy things from Amazon Delivery, just know how to exist without those services mm-hmm. in your life. If you don't have a car and you do those things, figure out how you're gonna to get to the places you need to go to live. Because I think a lot of people, we're so into the convenience of having delivery and things like that, but if you don't make any money, you cannot use those services, so we need to be sure that you can exist by just going to Aldi and getting the same quality of grocery. But spending yeah. 20 to 30% less than you would at Whole Foods just because it's comfortable and that's the brand that you're used to. So just understand the brands around you, where you live, and how you spend your money and write things down and have a budget in place in case things go south. Yeah.
0: I think, like, diversifying is huge. And I think, like, like you said, like, three to six months worth of, like, savings it was, like, it's 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 a good goal like and the thing is, is like i understand it sounds scary but it's like it's little by little that right. you get there like you don't get there overnight, overnight no. you know and so for john and i like a huge thing that we decided about 3 4 years ago was like we're going to be debt free and we're literally just getting to that place now like we've been working right. on that for like hardcore for like 3 plus years it's yep. been like our main thing and we've had multiple side hustles and just been like mm-hmm you know, just going after it. Like it's been our main focus and we're just getting to that point. We'll be debt free by the end of this year. But it's like, it's, it is not an overnight thing. So keep that in mind. And it's the same thing with savings. It's like, you might start out with $20. Like, I think a lot of people are like, well, I don't have enough to save a month. So there's no point, but it's like, if you have yeah, just a little bit of mouth that you can put away here and there. Like it starts to add up. So put it in a place that you're not going to touch it. And you'll be surprised, like, how quickly that adds up. Um, Another thing for me, like, when it comes to thinking about, like, the recession as a whole and stuff, is, like, anybody that is in your inner circle that if they fall on hard times, that's going to be possibly an issue for you. Like, if a close family member, friend, whatever, be aware of their finances, right? So it's, like... I am very aware of where my brothers are at financially and where my mom is at financially because all of us, our finance, financial situations will impact each other. Right. So if one of my brothers wasn't doing well or my mom wasn't doing well, I would like we have this sort of relationship where I would then become financially responsible for making sure that they're okay so again your situation is what your situation is you might have a completely different situation maybe you have a child whatever it is but like a grown child who has their own finances who you <laughs> might still have to be uh, right. you know somewhat involved or whatever and they haven't figured it out so just make sure that the people around you are doing their due diligence and are doing what they need to do and my brothers and I talk about like our savings and things like that so just make sure sure that we're all you know in a good place or whatever um so yeah that's super important um and then my last thing would be like so when I started my business we like when I was graduating stuff we were going through a recession um and so we all (laughs) were
1: there it was awful yeah. yeah
0: and so when I'm gra- like I'm about to graduate or like I'm I'm a year away from graduating. All my friends that are like a year older are graduating. They're not getting jobs, right? right. No, and we just, just feel job. like this is like you know for millennials we're just like whoa this is unheard of. We thought that if we did the work, got the grades, went to school, put in the time, put in the effort, then we'd like get a decent job and things would be fine. Again, not saying that we like that our generation was wanting like crazy jobs, just like basic jobs with basic more healthcare. than eight dollars an hour exactly all we were asking yeah for. and just like your, you just your basic like entry-level job and people were not getting them so i'm looking around at my friends who've gone to like you know more prestigious universities and yet yeah, and have double majored and all these things and i'm thinking like what is going on and that's what really inspired me honestly to drop out of school and start my business because i was just like I'm kind of in a damned if I do, damned if I don't situation. Right. Like, I, like there's no guarantee that if I finish, this is what's going to happen. And there's no guarantee that my business will work out, but at least I'll be following, like, my passion and what I want to do. Um, and I do remember at that point in time, I can't remember who it was, but I was talking to somebody who had been in business for a long time and who was in the Orlando wedding community. And this person said to me, weddings are a recession-proof mm-hmm. business because no matter what is happening in the world – People will continue we'll to get, get married. married and they will spend money on their weddings. And if you have spent any time in the wedding world, you know that to a pretty large extent, this is true. Like, of course, not every single person is going to spend that money, but there will be people right. that spend money and they will spend 10, 20, 30, $40,000 on a wedding because... That's what they... They think it's like... That's just their day. They... You know... Whatever they have to do to make those payments or whatever... They'll... They'll make it happen. Um... So it's always going to be an industry where there's going to be people spending money. Um... And... It, and it's something that people see as an extravagance, but it's something that a lot of people go through. You know right. what I mean? So it's not an extravagance like I don't even know what, but just something that like not everyone like comes to in their life. Like a, a majority of people get married, right? Um, so even if they're not having a huge wedding, there are certain aspects that they might pick you as a vendor. So that was something that I thought about heavily going into my industry. So I would say look at industries. Again, it just depends on what's going on with the current – like. yeah with the current trends at the moment so look at industries that are like if you're looking for a side hustle you know look at industries that are continually doing well at this point in time and say okay do I have a skill set that I can serve this particular community Mm -hmm. and have a a positive side hustle at the moment so that's why like even though I don't market myself as a wedding photographer anymore I still do two weddings a, a month because it's really great money and you know And I just go out to Disney and do Disney weddings. So it's really chill and easy and fun and beautiful. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's no matter what, like that's just such a steady thing that I never have to worry about. It's always there. So just kind of finding something that is an industry that people are going to spend in, And or finding those groups of people that spend money regardless is another thing. You know what I mean? Because no matter what your industry is, if you market yourself to the type of people that are going to have that extra money to spend... You'll be fine. Then you're going to be fine. Yeah. So, all right. Next question. How do you balance friendships with everything else? Um, So I think, you know, this question comes because a lot of people... If you have a business, if you have a career, if you have children, if you have a spouse, if you have a family, whatever, like friendships can easily be like that thing that you kind of put on the back burner because everything else is so like immediate, like you're responsible for, you know, your child, you're in your marriage, you have to make money. So like you're and, and even like health, like your health, like you need to you know, take care of yourself or whatever. So a lot of times friendships kind of fall to the back burner. So I definitely see that. I think that one thing that I have kind of done without thinking about it was integrating my friendships into parts of my life that exist
1: anyway exactly
0: like this so it's like i know i'm gonna see you because we're doing this podcast i have friends that i specifically and i know you do too work out with right you know what i mean so i'm like well i'm gonna go for a walk so join me for a walk and then i'm kind of killing two birds with one stone whatever um and then another thing is just like not thinking that certain interactions are too small, like just because you can't get together for like a wine girls' night out or whatever, Everything doesn't, doesn't
1: have mean Instagram or exactly. like, like I don't uh. it, like
0: just like even just sending someone a text and being like, "Hey, how's your day going?" And they're like, "Oh, I'm going through this." And maybe you just talk it out in texts. You don't always have time to do face to face or whatever. That's okay. And maybe you get together and someone just comes to your house. Like for me. I love when people just come over and we We just hang out. out, Just just watch TV,
1: talk, eat.
0: Yeah, (laughs) just, like, it doesn't always have to be this whole big thing. So, you know, I think, yes, it's important to have those moments here and there. But especially in a busy season, those aren't going to happen. So just, you know, being there and supporting your friends, like, in the smallest ways that you can still makes a big deal. If you're, if you're a busy person and you're going through your day and you have like your business or your career or whatever and you have your kids and you have your spouse and your mother-in-law is driving you crazy or whatever is going on, and you get a text from a friend that's just like a supportive, even like a DM that's just something supportive, like "Oh, saw this and thought of you," or like "Hope you're having great," right. whatever. That is such a connection builder to me, like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna remember that that person reached out, even if it was in it might feel like in a small way, but it's like in the middle of a crazy day. You just that get a random like a
1: lot. Of yeah. baby Yoda, which is me, exactly. My baby Yoda friend. Yeah. Like, Here's your baby Yoda gift of the day. Or yeah, or it really does. It and
0: like one thing, it's like it sounds like so. One thing. That that you do that you're amazing at is you'll see things that are really great business opportunities for friends and you'll tag us in it and you won't even explain like you'll be like (laughs) the explanation is there do it (laughs) apply to it or whatever whether it's like a fellowship or workshop or whatever but you'll tag us into things because you're like this is something that I know would resonate with you and it's like that just lets me know like you're thinking about me and I'm on your mind when that comes up that's such a huge thing to do you know what I mean so people don't think about that they think it always needs to be like we have a four hour brunch and that's it doesn't need dollars. Oh be boy. High.
1: That sounds exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like it sounds like fun with a friend that like that you really love, but just the thought of having like a four hour brunch every time I need to connect with one of my friends is insane. Because you're not gonna have
0: enough time to do that with everybody. No. Um, you know?
1: And some people I, I understand that some people require a lot of face to face interaction time and genuinely I can't I'm usually not really good friends with those people because yeah, I don't have that kind of time. Like same. I just I'm all over the place but I haven't had... I understand it's a a touching subject because people always say, oh, how do you make friends as an adult? And what it's like to have a friend when you own your business and you're an adult or you're a parent and... Just show up. I'm like, people don't want to show up, and that's 100% of the problem. Mm-hmm. Like, 100% yeah. of the time is that it's like, oh, well, I'm trying to make friends, but you don't show up to things, or you yeah. cancel last minute, mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. You just have to show up. Yep. Once you show up one time, you're good. Like, truly, yeah. you're good. Like, you, if a friend needs you and you say, oh, oh I'm going to be there, you show up, you're yeah. good. Like, they'll think of you highly for the rest of the time. Like, this person went out of their way to come hang out with me when I needed them, or whatever. Yeah. I'm not saying go to four hour brunch every Saturday, that's ridiculous, but. Show up when people ask you to be there, and like, yeah. it's fine. Do it. And if can. you can't
0: show up for a like valid reason, share what that is, and show up in a different way. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like it's just not. And as hard up doesn't as people... always mean physical. Yeah, it like, doesn't mean supporting exactly. their exactly. efforts or their business yeah. or their
1: kids or their husbands or their partners or whoever there is. Their parents when their parents are sick or their parents pass away. Yep. Just be there. Like, give money to the means that they need money to. Like, yes. give them five bucks if they need. Co- I saw a thing that a friend was doing for a week was like just bemoaning your friend's five dollars and be like, "I'm thinking of you. I hope you have coffee." I really this love week. that.
0: I think I'm gonna do so that. So that's
1: definitely something I'm going maybe be doing I'm gonna like put March. a little
0: yeah I'll say like I want to put like a little like fund away yeah and maybe like pick Throughout different friends and just yeah. kind of like yeah and do that like as a weekly thing. I think that'd be really cute and being like. Like, especially because I have a lot of friends that
1: don't live here. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. so being
0: like, hey, can't have coffee with you this week, but go have a coffee right, and oh, think right. about the time that we mm-hmm, did whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really cute. Yeah,
1: I, I saw that. that, and so I'm, like, putting that in my head, in my idea box, and it takes me no time, and it's easy to steal. And, yeah, I think just being available and showing up. I don't do a lot of phone calls. I'm not a phone call friend. Don't yeah, I'm not a me. phone person. Please don't call me. Um, but my friends who are my I, friends like, know it's, this.
0: It's weird because it's, like, I'm either a phone person with you or I'm not, and it's really awkward for me to make the transition. Right. But, like, I'm a phone person with my mom and my brothers, because, like... That's how you... We... That's how we communicate. Yeah, like, I've talked to them for so long. And then I'm a phone person with uh, my friend Morgan Hills in Tennessee, Mm -hmm. because we don't ever see each other face to face, so... But, like, that's pretty much it. Like, anybody else, it feels, like, really awkward yeah oh and my friend natalie who i like grew up with and literally talked on the phone with since middle school <laughs> so we'll talk <laughs> so on the phone. You said, we don't yeah, talk the phone all the time because we're both so busy but uh, like uh, every once in a while like we'll just talk and we'll right. talk for like an hour right you know um but yeah it's like when i talk to people on the phone it's real awkward i mean i don't even really talk to john on the phone that much no. like it's a short conversations you know what i mean like to talk to somebody for a long time on the Ooh. phone it's i don't know i think it's like an introvert thing where i just get weirded out
1: Sure. I don't know. I can't see their like faces and
0: stuff, so it's like stre- it's like the first time we recorded. Like right now, we're in person, but the right. first time we recorded, when we weren't in person. I, my head was reeling because I couldn't see you. I couldn't see the person we were interviewing. I was so stressed out. I was like, I can't read any social cues. This is so weird for me. So <laughs> no, like, pray for pray for Christmas. I like text messages because I have enough time to think about what's going on right. or being face to face. But again, everyone's It'd different. So find out. Your text yeah. Messages. Amen. She <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> uh, The shade. Um, but yeah, so find out, like, how your friends like to communicate, and if you're, like, the ways that line up for you, use those ways, right. you know? So, all right, how do you know when it is time to rebrand, which we just did, yay! When the logo
1: font gets used on a vegan market, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I mean, I've seen it in other places before, and even then, I was like, we probably should change it. And that was a plan two, three years ago, but... Like, very recently, I, somebody, they started a vegan market here, and it's using the exact same font, and it's in Maria, and it just, it's not a good font, like, it never was, to be honest, but I, like, seeing it there made me be like, oh, yeah, no, <laughs> we, we need to do something about that yeah, immediately. It is
0: time, it is time. Um, I think, like, obviously, when things are outdated, yeah, visually, when are overused, yeah, um, and like outdated overuse. And the main thing would be when you have a new message mm-hmm. that is not aligning with your old brand. So right. we just did a rebrand for Heart and hustle because we have not done bright one for like what? Four or five years. Like it's yeah. been a very, very long time. So it was like, you know, that style wasn't what's kind of in style right now. And, um, and that's the thing is also, I think that like that font that we chose was very like, um, specific. Right, we weren't going for something that was like this is gonna last, no, like, no, Which we are more like with our main businesses, like we're like let's just get something that is like timeless. But we were like, no, we want to go for like a very specific like moment, like we're capturing right. this moment because podcasting was brand new. Right, we had no idea like is this gonna last for you know five minutes? Is this gonna last for a year? So we we're like, we really want to capture in and and have
1: a very very unique and specific voice, mm-hmm. and we're using this sort of. We also like wanted people to know like before you click on, it's probably gonna be black. What can you say yes. about <laughs> know, like, Just be real. It's probably going to be ethnic. It looks ethnic. And yeah. we don't want you and to And when you sent it, it to
0: me, I still remember I was like, oh, I love it. Yes, <laughs> this is the one. It's beautiful. Yeah, because it was just so very specific, yes. right? So it had a very specific story to it and whatever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it just depends on what what you're rebranding. But you normally know it's time when it's like, it's just not aligning with what your brand is anymore or if it's just overused or if it's outdated, which happens. So like companies like Coca-Cola who've been around for like a hundred years, they will rebrand, but it's not in a huge way. Yeah. So you're not noticing it unless you are like a designer that is yeah. really paying attention unless to things. Unless you're like
1: stocking a brand Yeah. By under so they're still going to have that,
0: that Coke red and they're still going to have like certain elements of the font right. that is similar. But over time, it's like just little tweaks and changes over time that if you then go back and look at 50 years ago, you're like, oh wow, that is very different. Right. Because they're keeping up with the time. So maybe your company is a company like that where you kind of pick a classic look and a classic whatever and you keep going within that realm or maybe it's something where you just like you need a completely new redirection. I feel like our direction you know it's not completely different because mm-hmm. we're keeping the same feel of the colors and things like that so you're getting those elements that are similar. Blackly. It still looks black to me. still very much <laughs> like, I I think that our. I think that if I had to like describe our like visual identity I would say that it's like if you took a podcast that two black girls are Sharing their experiences, and they grew up in the '90s. It has yeah. a '90s yeah. element, it's right? It has like a '90s element, to it. but without that element of like the like because a lot '90s are like really like loud. Yeah. So it's like it's it took away a little bit of like the loudness of the '90s, but it's like
1: you can feel it in there. We also know? have a gradient now in our visual identity it's beautiful. that we did not have before, and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. So yeah, yeah, those are ways to know um, some good rebrands to look at corporate wise that you may have noticed that have happened in recent times with the merger between SunTrust and BB&T is now Truist. That's one to look at to be, it's very interesting because Truist to me is so different from the way that SunTrust and both bb looked visually. It's very much like millennial focused and very modern and using a sans serif and it has like kind of a, it's not my favorite visual identity, but it makes sense for where they're going. One that is completely, to me, off the rails for the company in the way it used to be. But it's ve- it's very different. It's GoDaddy.
0: Yeah. GoDaddy's
1: new yeah. branding and new re- it means rebranding all around is very mm-hmm. much, like, soft and more toned and has serifs and, you know, versus five years ago, it was Danica Patrick. Exactly. <laughs> and all these other things. And it was That like, was
0: oops. a much-needed rebrand. Yeah,
1: so now it's way. very... But it, still, it feels a little dated already just because it is
0: dated but I feel like companies like that
1: like just stay they wait they wait until the last minute um but they were at WordCamp recently and my friends are on the GoDaddy team and they're I mean it looks good like on Mm -hmm. the merchandise it looks like they fit now at WordCamp versus before it seemed like they kind of yeah were stood stood off a little bit stood out um so those are two that I would recommend looking at if you're looking into rebranding from a corporate level of how they studied the market and how they approach their um, yeah. companies rebrands.
0: But yeah, just like, you, you just know when it's time. Like, I just recently rebranded Charismatic Concepts because it used to be just my blog, right? And now I'm like, I'm using this one platform to share every, all the information right. about the branding work that I do all the information about like the blogging work that I do. And it's going to have a connect to my shop and it's going to have my port, my photography portfolio will be separate, but it's still going to be linked to on there. So it's going to encompass everything that I am on the internet and so it really needed to have a little bit more of a uh, serious vibe yeah. than my blog before, which was just like, "Hey, this is all behind the scenes. This is not connected. I'm like very you know, cute. it was just like whatever. It was more fun. And this, I was like, okay, it needs to just be like a little bit more clean, a little bit more design forward. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, you'll know, but it's it's either when, when you have a different story to tell, basically if I had to narrow it down to one thing, it's when you have a different story to tell, and it it's time to do it. Yeah, rebrand.
1: and it's not just visually, it's obviously, you know, branding is everything that encompasses your messaging, it's your tone, mm-hmm. it's the way you appear in the marketplace, the way you write your copy, like it's a whole 360. So when you do decide to rebrand, just know it's, a, take it a step, a step by step, but it is a lot of steps yeah to fully change things around so all right so
0: next question do you choose how do you choose sponsorships gosh words (laughs) how do you choose sponsorships that are right for you um so we have had sponsorships here obviously on the podcast and i think that just the number one way is by choosing things that you actually resonate with and like because if you don't it is going to come across as disingenuous. Awkward. We can tell when you're just saying yes to everything that is flowing your way. And it just becomes just a lot. Just, like, pick the things that actually, you. you know, you would have be in your life. It's okay if the product is new to you. If you give, itself, you give yourself some time to test it out. Like, tell the people, like, hey, I've actually never used this. But, you know, can I have – and, again, it depends on the product. But can I have a week? Can I have a month? Depending on how long you need to, like – Make sure that right. that product is for you or service. Um, but then share about it and share your genuine experience. Like, it's it's not as hard as people, like, make it out. Like, pe- I see this question a lot. Wow. And I'm just, like, it's literally just, like, what resonates with you? If it doesn't resonate with you, if it's... I get sent makeup all the time that is not vegan makeup. <laughs> I don't wear it. Like, right. I don't wear it. So I end up giving it away because I don't want to, like, you know not, like, right. I don't want it to fully waste it, but I'm not going to put makeup on my face that isn't vegan makeup. That's just not who I am. Right. And it would just be a complete lie for me to be like, yeah, I'm like, first of all, I'm not a huge makeup person anyways, so it's not like people are super coming to me for that, but if they are coming to me for any advice on it it is specifically for like vegan cruelty free makeup because right. they know that everything i'm using like skincare and whatever is vegan and cruelty free so for me to share a product that isn't that it's like that makes no sense you know um so there's literally someone out there who that's a good fit for pass it along to them and just wait for the right thing or or reach out for the right thing right. for you and your brand
1: or also like read your contracts um exclusive any con- um contracts are becoming more of a thing for long periods of time with sponsors just make sure that's something that, A, you're going to do, B, you're getting the money that you deserve to not talk about something else in that industry for that long. yeah. And see that, like, again, read your contract. Because I think people are signing these things and not realizing that they have to post about ABC brand, like, three times a week for six months. And mm-hmm. people, like, you lose your follower account because it seems disingenuous. Like, it there's It or, reminds
0: me of, like, MLMs.
1: Right. Like, well, like I, as a creator, I'm not upset about it, but the normal person doesn't understand how creator life works or how the back like what goes into the back because to me i know that's how you're paying your bills and i want you to pay your bills i'm going to interact with those posts and i'm going to show up and i'm going to be proud Um, but it's
0: just it is it's it's interesting because it's like it's almost like they're seeing the success of certain mlms and so they're saying we want you to do this but like this isn't actually something that you're selling per se and just know that your
1: audience wants to see it too don't just sign things that your audience don't want to do i think um Most recently, recently Bloomberg bought a bunch of ads on some black podcasts. Sure did. And I mean, he bought a lot of ads everywhere. Let's be real, for no reason. But um, no, (laughs) for no reason. reason. But he bought them for some black podcasts that weeks before had just like bashed him. So for the listeners, they were like, it's so jarring to suddenly hear Mike Bloomberg's voice on a podcast that just bashed. So just be sure it resonates with your audience as well. Like we're not getting, nobody's getting. Bloomberg ad money anymore but we definitely would have always said no to that that's not gonna fit with our brand
0: I just I can't believe that man spent all that money on ads at the last minute 500 didn't show up and do millions anything whole dollars and was just like I'm just gonna and, and then expected to be like the nominee because of that and, what? and then sit down like, I really do <laughs> like I'm not even kidding like I'm not joking when I say like I would love to sit down with people on his campaign and just hear about their strategy that's really interesting to yeah. me having a brother working for Warren and a brother working for Sanders like I'm
1: very interested to know I just want to know about how he how, looks at money because he has so yeah. much of it he's just like whatever I don't care yeah like
0: they were like like I think Unlimited he, budget, I think he basically. must have just decided like you know what I think I'll run like last right. minute and then picked some people to be on his campaign and they were like well
1: you know it's really late, mean, late in
0: the game I guess we're gonna have to run a bajillion ads and he's like all right like i feel those like that's how it probably so, those are the only
1: political ads i've ever seen is <laughs> Bloomberg ads that's funny hulu like he connected his connected tv and connected tv is expensive i know from working for clients that that's the space that they're getting into it's not as expensive as traditional tv ads which are ridiculously expensive but it's not cheap yeah and for the fact that he like dominated my hulu for like three weeks i was like yo Get this man off my TV. Like, I am not here for it. I haven't so. seen
0: a lot of his ads, and I guess maybe because I haven't been watching Hulu, so I'm really... Yeah, know Because I've been watching Love is Blind, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> I've been on Netflix. Um So I haven't seen any ads, but I was wondering if it was because... Because I swear that the government listens to my phone, so they're listening to all this right now because my phone's right here. Um, but I was like, do they know that, like, one of our brothers is in the war campaign was in the Sanders campaign, and are they, like, not targeting me because they're like oh she's a lost yeah. cause like is that why Bloomberg left me out but I did get one of his ads like the other day so I was like oh okay he does know about he's, me he's um, um, put me. out
1: mailers I've gotten mail. oh, and then man. somebody who used to live in our unit obviously was a Trump supporter because they to get Trump mail <laughs> and <laughs> whoo I struggle. Oh
0: man, it's time to get of the stage. I never opened
1: up my mailbox and seeing Donald Trump's name, and I was immediately like, "Oh no, what do I do with this garbage?" We need need to cleanse this home. Cleanse the home. Oh my Um, goodness. Anyway, last question. So, if you weren't doing your current job, what would you be doing? Not a teacher. (laughs) (laughs) no one asked you (laughs) let me tell you I'm gonna clear no because oh my god you were ready I will put this on record you were ready the past two months oh my god I've had 16 people ask me if I was a teacher and really the issue like the issue is A I took when I did my um supposed to call like your career test or whatever yeah it came out as like be a teacher like it was like you you're gonna be a teacher and I was like as a kid I was like absolutely not That's in my so classroom funny. with you all my classmates like hanging upside down I'm like absolutely not and people keep coming up to me and they're like do you teach and specifically at my daughter's school because I'm there all of the time do you teach here what grade do you teach I absolutely not do not give me children do that not I'm not so qualified to funny. be a teacher they don't want me so I will not ever <laughs> Be a teacher. Be a teacher. To be clear. To be clear. Okay. Maybe to adults.
0: Maybe, like... I would say you are an educator. I am an educator.
1: I do teach. And I I did not go to college, but the only time I go to college is to teach on college campuses.
0: Exactly. And you do that a lot. But I will
1: not teach children. Okay. Absolutely not. I met those people. They're bad. They're little... (laughs) All of them. They're little... They're they're probably, like, all gonna, like, cure all of our problems because we're a mess as a generation. And the generation before us is also, like... All of the generations. The kids are probably yeah. amazing, and they're going to save the world. But like the thought of being like a teacher, them right now. like. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what would you do then? <laughs> you, I, I don't, guess you know what you I know what do. I mean, I say I'm not going to be as teacher as like a school teacher. I want to be yoga. Okay, which is I, what I yeah. was doing before I came to report yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: I thought like hardcore that I was going to be a psychologist, um, because that's what I went to school for, and I think if I didn't, if the recession didn't hit and things didn't go the way they would, I probably would have continued on that path, but I probably would have eventually left that career mm-hmm. early. I don't think that I would have stayed in it because it's a lot. Like I, I interned for um, a therapist in the winter garden area and I was happy that I did because it really opened my eyes to right. be like, Ooh, I don't actually want to do this. And it's not what I thought because I thought that I would meet with people Because I've always been, like, the advice giver in my friend group. So I thought I'd be like, hey, um, this is how you fix your life. And I'd give them, like, a really great game plan. And they'd be like, thanks so much, Charisma. And they'd go home and they'd follow that game plan. And their life would be better. And I'd be like, yay, high five. But that's not what it's like. That's not what it's like. But I was just talking to my aunt. She came in to visit this weekend. And I was like, you know, I ran away from that career because I was just like, I realized that it was just you telling somebody over and over again how to fix their life and then them not doing it <laughs> and you being really frustrated because you're like, I'm giving you the tools and you're not using them. And I was like, that is kind of what I sometimes do actually at work solo great. because people come to me and they're like, Oh, I really need to, you know, up my social media game. I would like to pay you and you will tell me exactly what to post. And I'm like, great. So then they pay me and then I give them this detailed plan and I'm like, this is exactly what you need to do and a lot of times they don't listen to me and it'll take like a few times and then finally we do get there right but yeah it is a lot of convincing people I'm like you paid me the money and I'm just trying to do the service that I just want
1: you to succeed you know
0: yeah and so it takes a little bit longer than you would anticipate even though Mm -hmm. people will give you the money they're paying you the dollars and they're still like okay but I'm not so it's, it's a lot of encouraging people to like get to that place and 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 follow that plan because a lot of people have trouble following yeah. through wrong plans. So it is interesting that that's what I do. But if I could do anything and do whatever I wanted to do, I would 100% without hesitation, no doubt be a writer. That's what I want. Well, I just want to write books Wolf and I would goals. like to travel different places and just write the books and not see people for long periods of time because I'm just writing. When I like see John were writers and like how John would bring me food and bring me like I don't know what like I would love to make enough money to where John doesn't work but he just and is he at home brings mine, right? me food right. and he cleans the house and he brings me tea and then he takes care of our children he's a stay home dad in my dream
1: universe like that is what's going on if you so, don't know what John looks like the thought is I immediately saw him with an apron on but not like a cool one like a pink one with ruffles oh yeah. and him being very excited about it because oh he yeah. would be obviously baking cookies with his kids yes. that all look like Anna's kids which they won't I'm sure yeah. or they probably will I don't know so, the three of aunt, so your yep. your nieces and nephew, yeah. right now in the kitchen doing exactly what he does on weekend when he babysits, and then yeah. you, like, with a typewriter, yeah. I got all yes! tiny, yes! all tiny typewriter, like, in the corner, just. I feel
0: like I would use a typewriter and then pay Kaylee to like read and she would just be like, really,
1: like, getting on a plane with your typewriter, like, carry on being like, if I could get a
0: vintage typewriter that like a successful writer used, I would cry. I would it's, cry. It's I mean, I literally go to places where famous writers have written, and I just, like, touch everything. Have you ever done to Kimmy house? I have not yet, even though I've been to that area. Right. I know. Yeah. And I, John and I have had that conversation, but I'm kind of like, I don't really feel like going back, but we're probably going to go back at some point this year, and I will probably go. But um, I'm going to Edgar Allan Poe's house uh, in a few weeks, so I'm very excited to just, like, soak up all of those, like mystery Duolingo vibes. Unrelated, which I use all the
1: time to get on my Spanish life, had a telltale heart mm. story time, basically where you translate and you read and ask questions or whatever. And I remember the whole time being like, Edgar Allan Poe is so emo. Like, he's so dramatic. I, like, yeah. I like, know that anyway. He but, really like, is. Going he back, really even is. in Spanish, I'm just like, oh, what a drama queen. Right? <laughs> yeah,
0: I love it. And so, I don't know. Like, I have managed to successfully like change careers in the sense I've been an entrepreneur right. the whole time but like change like to, to different industries and stuff and I've had success with that so that is a jump that I do hope to make in the future it is like hard because people think that authors make more money than they do mm-hmm. it is actually really hard to like be make a successful money. author yeah. but regardless like at the end of the day like I am going to write a book and I do want it to be published and yeah we'll see what happens I, I at least i am going to do that and at least going to put it put, put, it, put it out the there out. So, so if I'm I here. don't end up being a famous novelist who can live off of that income and have John will have a book parent, I'll, I'll still have a book, yeah. So that would, that would be the dream, though, and just being like, oh, I need to go here because I need to do research for my book, and I'm going to go sit in this you know beautiful wherever right. somewhere.
1: I just imagine a little nook for some reason it was like in an you yeah. and then like yeah. across on the other side it was John and kids making. so
0: I think I it's, it's funny because I actually have outlines for four books Yeah. so and I've had those books in me for a really long time some of them are partially written um, and it's a lot of it has been like deciding like which book to put out there first and then just getting over myself and being like putting it out there and if it fails it fails type of thing so and it's such a like to me it's such a big failure because it's something I want really really bad so that's but I think that like as I'm in my 30s now I kind of just don't care as much before I was like oh man but now I'm just kind of like well if I do it and I fail then like and everyone knows I fail and then I just go on with my next day of life like I realize now it's not like the world doesn't end like my bills will still be due and so I'll still do the the job that I have now so yeah
1: we're at an hour mark
0: so if you you would like to reach out and chat with us on the internet we are at heart and hustle podcast on Instagram and on Twitter we are at heart hustle pod go ahead and share with us what you're doing update us on your work ask us any questions use the hashtag boss so hard to keep us updated with what you are Do doing it. and we will see y'all next week bye, bye.